Welcome to Steel Hard. I'm Hamilton Steel. I'm his co-host, Ghost. Okay. Well, we've been almost a month since our last podcast, and I think that's a testament to just how busy we are. And I think that's just kind of something we say every freaking podcast. Well, we're really busy people. We're really well, busy Well, I think people. we say it every time we're late. And we're late a lot. It's not thank, a priority. Thank God we're not women talking about our periods. <laughs> Let's be honest, yeah, okay, I mean... Oh, that would be an entirely different conversation. Well, yeah, first of all, we would be women talking oh. about our periods. <laughs> that would be an entirely different conversation, wouldn't it? Uh, I was going to say... But wait oh, a minute. thank God we're doing a podcast. I was so worried. But... You're 20 years too late to have that kind of a reaction. We're showing our age over here, okay? Uh, let's let's be honest. Um, today, apparently, you can have a penis and be a woman. And I was having a conversation with a person on the internet, of course. And in and that case, in that case, in that case, I'm yet to have a period. I must be at least 10 years overdue. That's one way of looking at it, isn't it? That person over there, that person over there, they're not obese. They're just way overdue. Well, I was talking to this guy on the internet in French, okay, and he was just attacking the flat earthers. He says, despite all the science, but despite all the information, despite everything under the sun, right? All right? He was saying, they still believe the earth is flat. And then suddenly I stopped and I said, well, wait a minute. Today, scientists, government, the media, tons of research now say women can be born with a penis. They could have double X chromosomes, and they can be a man. And we have scientific data and research that's coming out about that. And I'm not kidding you. There's a lot amount of it there, okay? And I'm like, at some point in time, there's a bunch of flat earthers out there that are sitting back going, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you said I was crazy. And you said I was crazy. Yeah, you got a point there. Got a point, you know. Um, scientific data can be purchased. And I think the only... I, I was going to comment about how the ancient Greeks had figured out that the Earth was round, but no, you beat me. I mean, freaking Grok the Caveman Man had figured that one out, and they're still figuring it out. Yeah. So Grok yeah. the Caveman figured out PP pots. And, yeah, uh, and... This is really the insanity of it all. Where do you go from here in this conversation? You know, um, I, I I don't know. I really don't know. It's 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 kind of uh, as soon as it occurred to me, and I pointed that out to the guy. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be listening to the flat earthers a little bit more than I ever did before. No, I'm still not gonna take them seriously. Uh, well, well, it, it, it's you not, know, it's stupid. Well, it's not a question of taking them seriously or not. I think for me at this point in time, it's a question of, you know, the world is really fucked up, right? Maybe I should do the polite, respectful thing and give these people their chance to, to explore the issue and come to a conclusion for themselves, right? do realize that they've repeatedly, accidentally tried to prove that the Earth is, is flat and proven that it's round? Yeah, but here's the problem. Here's the problem, okay? One, 
you and I don't know any flat earthers. Not personally. Not personally. Number two, we've never done any of these freaking damn experiments. And number three, everything that condemns and mocks and ridicules and laughs at with the flat earthers, okay? We've been on a boat. No, no, listen. We've been on a boat. You can easily see the curvature of the freaking earth at sea. May I finish? May I finish? Okay? Everything that mocks, condemns, and ridicules the flat earthers were the same sort of tools that were used during Schmovid to mock and condemn anyone that questioned the narrative at the time. True? Let, let's be honest, let's well, be you honest. you want to go there, the freaking excuses they were using in places like Australia to send people into camps is the same freaking excuses the Nazis used to send people freaking Jews off. But that's the point, isn't it? That's the point. When you've got power structures, and you've got greed, and you've got human arrogance at play here. Oh, arrogance, there's a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of it. They will literally rewrite history rewrite science and to use layman's terms they will fuck with the everyone's head to the point that uh, you know you, you can't figure out fucking pee pee pots okay and my point of the matter is maybe the earth's not flat and maybe it's not necessarily round either maybe there's something else going on right we don't know I'm well, not I believe NASA it's kind of lopsided well, you know, here's the thing. You and I have been in planes how many times? Yep. A lot, right? Now, when I'm in a plane and it goes up, I really don't see anything. I see the ground, and at some point, yeah, it's just gone. Much. There's no reference I don't point. See, there's, yeah. there's no reference point. I don't and see... you're seeing through such a small window, you can't really... Yeah, and, and I don't see the water underneath me. I don't see anything well, to that can't effect. sometimes. But, yeah. Sometimes. But you get my point. You really don't see anything. I mean, you know... For that matter of fact, you could take me up and instead of flying me from New York to Paris, you could drop me down, just like spin around for 12 hours and drop me down in freaking New Jersey and just have me attacked by a bunch of French tourists. And if it wasn't for the fact that I've been to France and etc, etc, somebody who's never been anywhere. Seriously, people like that, they never, this fucking America, you got people who've never left the freaking damn city, okay? Yeah. And they might actually think that they're in freaking France. They wouldn't know any better, right? That's my only comment about it is, I mean, you know, and as far as history. There's people who have made jokes about that. Like, they'd find a spot nearby an airport where it's by the runway, Mm -hmm. and they would write, welcome to, in a different place where they actually go. (laughs) And, and, you know, people fall victim for that sort of stuff. And sometimes they never find out. And what can I tell you? And that's all I'm saying. I mean, we don't study history. And even so, history is written by the victors, but it's also written by assholes. Okay? So we're not necessarily reading the truth. Right? Yeah. We're reading somebody's bullshit. Scientists are totally obsessed with grants and money and studies and research to put more... They're like fucking politicians. They're just... They're not really researching anything... For the benefit They're of anything, when you think about it, I mean, they, they yeah, rather than uh, encourage a novel idea, they'll do anything to shoot it down. I mean, doctors at one point were shooting down the idea you should wash your instruments in your hands before yeah. an operation. Yeah. yeah, first guys suggest well, that. Oh boy. Well, why don't you take a look at the, at doctors? I mean, you know, 
even that, like, I mean, do you know how many freaking damn graves they robbed? Do you yeah, know yeah. how many doctors, Godwin's Law, World War Two, Nazi Germany, how many fucking doctors participated in that bullshit of dissecting people? I mean, uh, they did all kinds of freaking stuff, okay? I read a horrific article about where a doctor pointed a gun at a mother's head and made her have sex with her son so that he could impregnate her so that they could study the effects of incest. Okay, and I'm like, that happened in World War Two. I mean, what, what can I tell you? These were doctors, men of science. I didn't give a rat's ass. And for that matter of fact, look at what happened during Schmovid. I mean, how many fucking times were we lied to? Outright. All the time? All the time. And, you know, I, I think the beauty, and I used to feel bad at one time that I went into the adult industry, and that over the years has changed. I just look back and I say, it's like a real fucking blessing to me. Because the beauty is, I know my place. I'm where I belong. And I know the bullshit and what people think of me. And all the garbage that goes on. And what I can and I can't do. It's, just, it's very clear. So, you and I, we know when people are lying to us. We know when we're trying to be used. We know that we're dealing with people who aren't, you know, nice people in many cases, but... Aren't the most intelligent? They're not the most intelligent. You know, they're not very sophisticated. I mean, they could have an IQ of 300, but they've never been outside of their own freaking damn city, so they lack sophistication. Yeah. I mean... But in D&D terms, they got intellect, but no wisdom. Yeah. And how many times you and I have been all over the freaking damn world? I mean, how many countries have you and I been in? Well, in excess of 100. Easily. Yeah. Easily. No, there's quite a few of those who are just passing through, but yeah. Yeah. Well, we never really fully just passed through. I mean, we've actually stopped and spent some time in every one of them. But, I mean, you're right. Some we spent a hell of a lot more time in than others. And and that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying about it all is, you know, we, with regards to the flat earthers and all that, I'm more than inclined to sit down with them and I want to hear what you have to say. Well, I give them credit. They're at least... Questioning the narrative. Yeah. That I give you, okay, and I think that is something that is sorely missing today. People do not question the narrative, and that I can respect. You know, even if what you are questioning is totally freaking down, sounds like it's insane, we might discover something else because of it, because you question it. You know, and like today, you know, because of the James Webb Telescope, speaking of which, James Webb Telescope uh, scientists are now starting to chuck the Big Bang Theory. Well, I mean, it was only a theory. It, well, it was only a theory, but it was like a theory. This is like gospel. This is this is written in stone, the the whole Big Bang. And now they're sitting back, wait, uh, it may not have happened. I don't know. It was, well, in the what, grand scheme of things, it was pretty loose as a theory. Well, in the grand scheme of things, it was fucking arrogant scientists who decided to stamp it and say this is 100%. I mean, you know. As, well, no, I, as long as they're calling it a theory, they haven't 100% stamped it. Same goes for a theory of evolution. They haven't 100% yeah, stamped it. Yeah, I, I will say this much, but then isn't everything a theory on well, some level? Proven. I mean, on some level, everything is a theory. I mean, it is what it is. Anyway, um, we've been following the new stuff with Target and so forth, and some of the craziness going here, and I'm going to put up this video here.
All right, let's see if I got it right. This oh, coming. Wrong no, one. You got the wrong one. Wrong one. Okay, here's the video here, and you got to see this, guys. Okay, and we're gonna comment on this right after. So I just walked into Target, and the um, right behind me here, where you see all these lovely swimsuits, that's where the pride display used to be. And I came in here two days ago, and my seven-year-old, who's non-binary, saw it and said, look, mom, it's pride. Look, they're gonna celebrate me. And because some people complained and um, threw some stuff to the ground, or I don't know what happened, they have moved to the pride section to the back of the store. So the next time my seven-year-old comes to Target, or rather, I can't bring them here anymore, at least for the entire month of June, because if they walk in, and all the other people who walk in and go, where'd it go? Are gonna realize that they are being successful in trying to erase them. We could do so much better than this. We're not supposed to negotiate with the terrorists. We can do so much better than this. Huh. Lady, either your seven-year-old does not exist and you're just trying to be a tearjerker, yeah. or your seven-year-old's fucked up. Well, I, I got this, okay, I looked into this non-binary, and first thing I'm going to say, name me a single seven-year-old out there, male or female, who is binary. I mean, I hate to say it, I was really young, but I remember what it was like to be seven years old. Yeah, I didn't want to be a boy or a girl. I wanted to be Rodimus Prime. You wanted to be Rodimus Prime? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I'd have to say Rodimus Prime is cool. I was always kind of into Blur, right? Okay. But he was really difficult to play, like because my friends and I would go outside and we'd play Transformers, right? And I was really... Speaking that fast? Yeah, I couldn't do it all the time, okay? I mean, I can't talk now in the best of days, okay? And yet I never shut up. Um... I was always said, if I had to choose a Transformer, I want to be Unicrom. No comment, huh? How would that even work? You're a planet. A giant planet that transforms. But, yeah, but who are you going to socialize with? I'm going to jump universes and go into the Star Wars universe and look up the Death Star. He never had that ability. He's Unicrom. He could have... If Unicrom could reformat, okay... Megatron into Galvatron, he could traverse the universes and he could go into a parallel universe. You're talking about somebody who blew up from magic sunshine beams and a fucking crystal. That's just my point. That's just my point. I want to be Unicron because I want to go from Unicron and slide into the Star Wars universe, look at the Death Star and go, hey baby, that big huge giant pot in there, that kind of looks like your cervix. I am transformed. Transformer! Leave it to you to turn this into the weirdest porno ever. <laughs> well, I, I think we made a point here about children and cartoons. And like I said, I, I don't know any. Yeah. You, you, if you take the definition of seven-year-old... Seven is an age where the kid wants to grow up and be a fire truck. Not fireman. No, the fire truck. Seven years of age is an age where the last thing that on any fucking kid's mind is sex or gender or anything to that effect. I mean, it's like watching South Park where their kids were... Did you ever see that episode of South Park where they were playing really, really young kids? And 
they were playing firemen and they accidentally set that teacher on fire. And as they were playing firemen, they were pulling out their penises and they were trying to put the fire. I mean, I was that kid at that age putting out fire with my penis. Like, I mean, I remember we set our fireworks on fire there and there. I'm standing there. The thing's burning. I'm peeing on it. That must have not worked very well. Fireworks are hard to put out. No, it was a bad firework. And everybody said, run away from the firework. But I was an idiot, like all freaking our kids of that era. You know, and uh, I ran up and pulled out my P.E.K.K.A. in front of everybody. Because, again, I was a child. And I pissed on the fireworks. I thought I was a fireman. It's, it's Children are non-binary at that age, okay? There you go. They're nothing. <laughs> They're nothing. They're not sexual. And anybody who... And, and here's the pornographer coming out here. And I can say this. Anyone who looks at a seven-year-old and can attach any kind of sexual connotation to them should be a person that you keep your freaking eye on. And your kids away from. And your kids away from. Yep. All right. And that is my whole thing here. And if your kid identifies as non-binary, someone has sexualized him. Something's going on here. You know. Someone has and sexualized your child. I am the last person to take any kind of alliance with anyone here. But in this case here, I have got to sit back and say, you know, these are kids. Leave them alone. And as a pornographer, I am going to say, look, God bless the transgender community. I am not your enemy. I don't agree with you 100%, but I think that like everybody else on this planet, you should have the fundamental right to a minimum amount of courtesy and decency shown towards you. I believe in that wholeheartedly. We do not have to like each other even, okay? But... We should at least be polite to each other. You know what I mean? We don't have to bloom and dawn fight and be at each other's throats. That's my whole thing, okay? So having said that, as a pornographer, stay away from people's kids, okay? You're never gonna win an argument with anyone when it comes to their kids, okay? People become protective about their children. (laughs) Okay, you could be the most correct individual on the face of this earth about any subject, but when it comes to somebody's kids, okay, you're playing with fire. And in the interest, and I'm going to take a page out of Dr. Susan Block's book over here, okay, in the interest of peace and love, okay, seriously, I don't want anybody to get hurt. I'm going to say this much. Walk away from the issue with children, all right? Just walk away from it. Put your sources in place for when the children come looking for it when they're closer to being an adult. They'll find it on their own. They'll find it on their own. But you're playing with fire at this moment. You know, as you a... You have mo- no purpose to advertise yourselves to kids. As, as a Muslim, I know quite well, you know, we've laughed about this, you know. As a Muslim, I'm a pornographer. I would suffer probably pretty much the same freaking fate in Saudi Arabia or one of the more strict uh, Islamic nations that a gay man would suffer, okay? They would take me, you're a pornographer, off the roof you go, done, okay? You know what? Yeah. You know what? And I'm aware of that. So henceforth, I stay away from that issue, okay? 
It's a simple thing. Don't get into fights that you don't have a reasonable chance of winning or that aren't worth fighting. All right? And I know you could say kids are worth... No, no. Just look it. They'll find it on their own in time. Okay? Done. What I'm going to say here is if you keep pushing this issue, you're going to create the violence against you. That's coming. Eventually, people... You're inciting it. You're inciting it. The definition of inciting is the person who provokes a reaction, not the person reacting. For example, if I were to go into a black community, scream the N-word at the top of my lungs, the person who comes over and beats the shit out of me is not inciting violence. It is me by freaking... You provoked it. Yeah. You provoke it. Provocateur. I mean, there's a movie, Die Hard, I think, 3, where John McClane, uh, Bruce Willis, literally did that, did that. He went out into a black neighborhood with a big, huge sign on it that said, I hate niggas. And, uh, you know, what can I tell you? If you did that in a black neighborhood, you're looking at getting your teeth kicked in. And I can't feel sorry for you, you know. It, it's like I said, you know... Uh, if the freaking blooming darn hothead muscle-bound guy on the beach, you know, you go up to him and you call him uh, gay or whatever it is, uh, throw whatever slur or insult at him, and you get the shit beaten out of him, well, you're the one that walked over there looking for it, right? Yep. And you shouldn't do that. Children are children. That's my thing. Leave them alone. And I think business-wise, because I'll, I'll skip into this here about Target, you're learning a valuable lesson that every generation prior to the freaking Bloomin' Darn baby boomers already knew. And that is, you're everybody's friend, but you're no one's ally. And when you turned around and you started doing this, you know, the beer cans and all that, you were choosing a side. And, you know, it goes beyond that. You take one look on the internet and everyone makes fun of these corporations yeah. when it comes to Pride Month because everyone realizes you're just trying to appeal and get freaking... Shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what's actually freaking... Well, my, my question would be, you know, um, I sit back and I say, how much money are we looking at here? How much am I going to earn? I'm going to be alienating, you know, part of my freaking damn customer base over here. How much money is this other side going to make me? Right? If I you want to look at it that way, there's no reason to ever do it. I mean, they're such a minority. Well, you know, are they a minority that spends more money than the majority? I, I might take a look at the data. I'll be honest, okay? When they do these pride shit, they're they're probably not appealing to the freaking LGBT community. They're appealing to everyone who wants to appear like they're a uh, freaking supporter. Yeah, LGBT yeah, community. yeah. There's there's a whole because I guarantee the mean, group of people who want to appear like they're supporting the LGBT community is bigger than the LGBT but community we, itself. We, we live in an era, okay, where the people today have never done anything in their lives. All right. We live in an era. I mean, if you were born between 1965 and 1980, okay, roughly in there about, you pretty much had seen it all, okay? I mean, uh, you, you've seen more war, more econ- uh, than any other previous generation. You've seen more economic downturn than any other previous generation. You've seen more technological advancement than any other previous generation in all of human history. I mean, you fought, you got tough, whatnot, etc., etc., but if you look at people today, especially anybody who was born from 2000 up, you've done nothing. You've experienced nothing. And this is kind of the bullshit that they latch on to. And I find it's funny because it's very similar 
to the freaking damn baby boomers back in the 1960s. And I'm going to take a shot at the fucking baby boomers. You're the generation that literally did nothing. I mean, you benefited from baby boomers. Here it is. They benefited from the greatest economy that was ever fucking created. That 1950s economy. Okay? There was more freaking damn opportunity and wealth in the system. They walked in into the 70s, okay, on the backs of their parents. The World War II generation, which was a generation that worked like fucking dogs. And they immediately said, like, when Vietnam come up, screw you, go to hell, I'm not going to go fight. One, two, three, four, I don't need your fucking war. These were chants. Uh, you shrugged all their values and everything that your parents tried to instill in you, like with the uh, to raise families, to do that, whatnot. You had the benefit of having a government that was small and there wasn't a lot of regulation. I mean, you could buy a machine gun off the freaking shelf back in those days without a lot of freaking effort. And speaking of which... You could buy bigger, heavier, and stronger weapons back in the 80s and the 70s. And guess what they didn't have in those days? Hmm. Mass school shootings. Yeah. So, obviously it ain't the guns. But I've already said my point on freaking school Well, shootings. I've said that too, but obviously it isn't the guns. It's the people. Well, no. I mean, it's the what, people. A gun's not a jack on hide pill. No. But my point is, the baby boomers did nothing. Okay? They did nothing except grow their hair... And okay, complain and complain. They didn't even create the porn industry because you know that again was that World War II generation that did it. Yeah, all right. I mean, they kind of walked into everything in life, they never actually had to work or fight for anything. And there's, there's some exceptions, there's always some individuals, but by and large. And what we're going through right now is nothing less than freaking Woodstock 2 point freaking oh again. It's entitlement. Everything has to revolve around you. Everything has to revolve around them. And this is why you got that freaking damn nut there. We're better than this. We don't negotiate with terrorists. It's just a fucking blooming darn bunch of clothes with rainbows on it. Who freaking cares? Like, I mean, really. Who freaking cares? Okay? Give me back my Nirvana rock shirt, okay? <laughs> you know? That's all it is. It's just a freaking logo. We make this whole freaking fuss for a whole month. What have you done? Well, well, here's something to play devil's advocate here for a moment, okay? They get a whole month, right? But <coughs> our veterans who fought in wars and died for their rights and their freedoms so that they could dress the way they want to dress, love who they want to love, be who they want to be, identify however they want to identify, they only get one day. Pretty much, yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of sad when you think about it. it. It really is. So, what can I say? Yeah. I think this woman, I agree with you. I think she's full of shit. I don't think she even necessarily has a seven-year-old. Yeah. And I, if she does, I've got this much to say. I think she's just still out here looking for magic internet points so that people could feel sorry for her and talk to her and whatnot. And I, and I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff, I think these people that do this shit on the internet... Is they're fucking lonely? They don't have any real friends in their lives, you know. See, that's why we're so sporadic. Our podcast, we actually have lives. Yeah, we actually have, we have people in our lives. Well, we got each other for no other thing. Like, I mean, you know, on a bad day, I mean, you and I can call each other up. What are we doing? I mean, you know, we do stuff. We do stuff. We're old school. We still go out. We still leave the house. We still talk to people. We still do stuff. You know. And I think that's what a lot of this is. Is you know. 
People are gonna be celebrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My seven-year-old is non-binary. Oh god, all fucking seven-year-olds are non-binary. They are what they are. Anyway, let's take this other one here. I've been saving the best for the last. We're only gonna do these two clips today. That should be long enough. I always had this desire to live in the 60s because, you know, the 60s would have been great. Janice Joplin. You know, it was the world before the boomers fucked it up. It was the world before the boomers <laughs> fucked it up. But think about it for a second here. Janice Joplin. Okay. Creedence Clearwater Revival. The Monterey Pop Festival. I mean, uh, the big uh, riots in Petty in uh, 1968. I mean, there was so much going on. The Luna Landing. I mean, I would have loved to have been there for all of that to experience it. And... That has changed, and mainly because of stuff like this. This comment reads, Does your wife's boyfriend enjoy these videos? Well, first of all, I don't have a wife. I have a spouse. They're non-binary, and we don't use gendered language in this household. Their partner is also non-binary and doesn't use gendered language. So, yes, to answer your question, my spouse's partner does enjoy these videos. In fact, my spouse's partner and I are very good friends. I've known them longer than my spouse has. Uh, me, my spouse's partner, and my spouse's partner's partner were all in Scotland not that long ago for a lovely vacation. It's called ethical non-monogamy, or polyamory. Maybe you've heard of it. I don't know why you think this is an insult in any way, shape, or form. Listen, just because your sense of masculinity is so fragile that it would lose out to tissue paper and durability test, doesn't mean mine is. Anyway, half a day. Do the partner, work. partner, 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 partner. Listen, 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 polyamory. Why is it when I hear this term polyamory, the words hippie commune? come to mind or free love I mean my partner's partner's partner and I'm like this sounds exactly like the bullshit that went on in the 60s did you see the guy in the video I mean he looks like <laughs> he a looks fucking like, hippie okay he looks the part he looks the part I mean you know buddy I mean what can I tell you this this is the hippie and god they're annoying Ethical non-monogamy. So you mean polygamy? Or polyamory. Or how about just say what we always say. You're just fucking around. Yeah, it's great. Friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. You know, call it whatever you want. At the end of the day, this shit has been done before. I mean, when you think about it, this has happened before. In also, the 60s. I have a spouse. We don't use gendered language. I got bad news for you, idiot. Every word is gendered. Gender is a grammatical classification. It just so happens in English there is only one gender, a, the. But every time you use a noun, you're using a gendered word. Better listen to him. He studied in another nation. Yeah, I studied French. We got freaking two genders. They, they, they tend Masculine to be, and feminine. Well, this is just it. I mean, and, 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 this and, is... And, and before you say that gender has a thing with freaking... With actual gender, like sexual gender, 
You got languages like Greek where you have three. There's languages <coughs> where there's like as much as six. Well, well, and it doesn't necessarily even when there is two have to be freaking masculine or feminine. But, it can be but, freaking uh, active or inactive, depending if it's an animate object or an inanimate okay, object. Okay, okay, but here's cultural arrogance taken to its extreme. Okay, because these people we don't use gendered language. Boy, you would be fucked if you were in Italy or France, because everything has a fucking gender in Italy and France, right? And believe Spanish too. Yeah. Well, all the Romance languages have two freaking genders. You go to Greek, you got three. You've got male, you got female, and you got neuter. So that might make you happy, but let's be downright blunt. Yeah, okay. Oh, you want to really get freaking coffee? Your whole pronoun thing. Oh, boy, there's languages out there where it's implied by the conjugation of the verb. You don't even use pronouns. Well, I got this disabled, the whole pronoun thing. I mean, do you realize... This this is my comment. I'm talking to you. Your pronoun is you. Okay, no. (laughs) Well, yeah, okay. Nobody taught them how to use pronouns to, uh, in the first place. But my point of the matter is, do you realize the amount of fucking work that you are making Americans, the world's laziest fucking people, to go through to do this, okay, with your pronoun stuff? This is not going to take hold. There's not going to be some great, my pronouns, my this, my... That, that, that's just, like, gonna fall apart. And... There's going, and I predict, there's going to be a backlash to that, okay? A severe backlash. Not only are they not going to use your pronouns, because I'll be honest, it's stupid, this pronoun stuff. You fucking change it every freaking weekend. Uh, it's stupid. It's fucking well, there's stupid. People change it every other freaking day, and they it's, want to freaking be able to prosecute you for okay, misgendering. Look, look, it's so. stupid. It's fucking stupid, okay? What's going to happen, though, is that there's going to be a backlash, and I predict that... It's going to be this whole new version where America's, just, the, the, the whole vocabulary is going to, <clears throat> we're going to see a reenactment on a national scale, probably a clear across the whole freaking Anglosphere of the opening to two th- Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey, where the giant monolith came down and all the freaking apes stood up going, and hitting things with clubs. You know, I, I, I see that coming. And there's going to be a pronoun. Oh, wait. I, I just, just had a, a flash of a moment there. The monolith was the patriarchy. The stupid apes weren't stupid fucking apes. They were hippies. They were hippies fighting against the patriarchy. That's what happened. Oh, they were all having sex with each other. They were commune. <laughs> it was a hippie commune. They were living out there in nature in peace. They were vegans eating bugs. And I, I, I definitely... Think, actually, I think there's vegans who disagree with eating bugs being vegan. Look, at, I got this much to say, okay? I am all about humane treatment to animals. Blunt. I do not believe in shit like what they do in Brazil with cobble and hooving, okay? I really think if you're going to slaughter an animal, you should do it quickly. And I think you should do it... What do they do? Cobbling and hooving. Never heard of that one. Oh, that's fucking nasty. What they do, the way they freaking hang cows still alive, upside down, slit their throats and the whole bit. I mean, if you look at Israel, they get a big, huge chunk of their kosher meat from there. Because, you know, uh, uh, Judaism has very strict rules on how the meat is killed. Right. How the animal is killed, I shouldn't just call it meat. But the way these guys do it, they implement a factory process. 
and these animals literally do suffer on their way out and I am very much set against that I believe that again my comment everything should be afforded a minimal amount of decency and courtesy and if an animal is being sacrificed for food okay as far as I'm concerned okay it should be killed quickly and as painlessly as possible and without fear I think and this is why I'm very pro hunting okay I think in all honesty that and if I was the one saying that you had to get a you know how you get a hunting license I think you should have to demonstrate accuracy because I don't think any animal should suffer blunt if you're gonna go out hunting I think and, accuracy is a good idea to make sure you don't accidentally shoot someone well, shoot someone, but I mean, you know, if you take a look at something, uh, let's say you're hunting bear or you're hunting, uh, I, I don't know, uh, elk or whatever the case is, I want to be reasonably sure that you're going to put that animal down in one shot, you know, that it's yeah. lived its life out and it never saw it coming. And I think that's the, the humane thing. But I don't know. I, I, I'm like looking at 2001 A Space Odyssey and I, I think we're on a on, on route back for that you know we're, we're definitely on route for a collapse and where do you go with any of this it's the world is the world and I think it's pretty fucking sad when we who make adult films are becoming the voice of common sense and reason I mean we're getting that from well, a lot of people. Is it because our genitals are satisfied? <laughs> maybe it's because... We don't need all this bullcrap to titillate us? Well, you ever think that maybe it's that the, all the blood isn't going to our genitals? I mean, you know, these yeah, people are right, so right. obsessed with freaking damn pee-pee pots. We make that... the shit we, we don't have in our system left. It's gone. It's just... Yeah. The only thing that's left when you see us here is massive brain power. It's, All the blood has flown back. Yeah. It, it, it's really kind of an insane situation with all of it. But Anyway, I think that's about all we can discuss. We've discussed it all, and this is going to be uh, today, this week's podcast. Yeah, we still got and, work to uh, do. we got more work to do. And uh, just be kind and nice to each other, folks. That's all I could possibly say. You know, and if you can't be uh, kind and nice to each other, then leave each other the fuck alone. Yeah. Just leave each other the fuck alone. Have a good one.